I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, lovely, and welcome to today's episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. Now, today is my official wrap-up of the year episode. If you've been listening to Your Business Boost for more than 12 months, you will know that this time last year, I published an episode where I went through my highs and my lows from 2021, and it was my intention to repeat that format at this time um, for you this year and share the highs and lows of 2022 in exactly the same format. But I have to tell you something, and it is that I really struggled to pull that episode together. It is something that I have gone round and round and round in circles on. And what I have realized, having given myself a bit of space, is that there is a lot of 2022 that I am still processing. You know, I've, I've talked about this with a lot of people, is that this year has been a really weird year. And I don't want to kind of go down the rabbit hole as to why, because what's weird for you is going to have been weird for me. But it has just been a bit of a strange year. And there's a lot that has happened this year that has then kind of had a knock-on effect into other things in my business and personal life. And I'm still bloody processing it. So I just thought I don't. it wouldn't be very truthful to share with you where I am right now, especially because, you know, obviously this is captured and published out into the world. And I might feel very differently about certain things that have happened this year with the the benefit of a little bit more space and time to process. So instead, what I thought I would share with you five learnings that I have had this year, because, you know, we are all constantly evolving and learning. And these five that I'm sharing with you today are learnings that I'm going to be taking into 2023. If you listened to my episode last Last week where I shared my books of the year, I talked about a book that I absolutely loved that I listened to called um, The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. And one of his catchphrases that he peppers all through the book is, here it is on a bumper sticker. And it's the thing I, I will often say, you know, put it on a neon sign, like, you know, put that up on the wall in front of you so you see it all the time. And these lessons that I'm sharing with you are the things that I would put on a neon sign just to remind myself next year of the learnings that I've had in 2022. So let's get started with lesson number one, and that is there is immense power in personal connection. So I'm talking about not online, not virtual, in person, in the flesh, in the conference room, over the restaurant table, 
in real life connections, there is so much power in that to me in my business and my life. I think after two years of nonstop virtual, everyone was just kind of let out of their cages this year and the impact of real life events has just been absolutely magnificent. And for me, it's had a like a really massive impact on my business bottom line. So when I look at where my new business has come from this year, hands down, the biggest driver of new business for me has been in-person events. So when I have spoken at someone's conference, when I've been on a panel at a conference, when I have you know, presented in a masterclass for other people, um, when I've actually connected with people in real life, getting away from the laptop, stepping out from behind the laptop and actually going to events and meeting people in real life. Oh my God, I have met the most incredible women this year. I've had just the most uplifting conversations, the biggest belly laughs, lots of beautiful champagne together and just had a really great time with so many women this year. And that has fueled me, not just from a business bottom line point of view, but also energetically. I am an extrovert at heart and I am fueled by being around other people. And there has just been so much value in that for me this year. You know, I look at every time I go to an event and I get, you know, there's an upswing in new business inquiries and not just inquiries, but conversions. So people that are like, you know, saw you speak on that panel, I want to work with you. And it's not like, you know, I don't have to do the, not that I ever do like the hard sell. I hate that, but it's like, it, it's, it's a really easy decision. It's like, how can you help me? This is what I do. Yep. Got it let's go. So that has been really, really wonderful. I have met some incredible women who have become guests on this podcast, who you have had the benefit of hearing their wisdom. And that's because I've met them at real life events. I have then been able to present into a lot of other people's master, like masterminds and presenting masterclasses to their community, you know, had other in real life event bookings, thanks to, you know, what I've done in person at, you know, a particular event. I imagine that uh, you may be one of the many, many, many new listeners to this podcast as I always see a spike in numbers the Monday after I have presented um, in real life because new people hear about the podcast and come along and listen. If you are one of those people, thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you, then, you know, there's the other metrics in my business, things like increase in Instagram followers and increase in people downloading league magnets and, and going onto my email in email list. So all things that are very, very measurable in my business, I can see that positive impact from being in real life events. And I absolutely know that I want to do much more of that in 2023. I've already taken steps to make that happen. I've got some things booked in already, which I'm really excited about. And I will also mention now too, if you have any um, events or anything that you would like me to support in 2023, please let me know um, because I am available. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two 
is it's the tough times that teach us what is truly important. So I was having a conversation with one of my business buddies, Jules Masters, earlier this week, and she captured it so beautifully. She said that this year feels like the year that wasn't. And I was like, oh my God, yes, that's so true. Because for so many women and and men, everyone really, I think there was a lot riding on this year. You know, we'd had two years of freaking crazy COVID and it was like, okay, 2022, it's, you know, we're moving forward. We're going to go back to normal and I'll use the air quotes here. But yet (laughs) the year began and people were continually thrown curveballs. And a lot of the women in my world, a lot of my one-on-one clients have just had the most tough year, tougher than the last couple of years combined. I will hold my hand up and say that I'm absolutely one of those people as well. There has just been so much hard stuff happening this year. And as business owners, as mums, as daughters, as friends, as partners, like all those different roles that we fill in our lives, it is really hard to keep going and kind of achieve in those roles when things are hard. So working through this with with a lot of the women that, that I support, and I mean, like I kid you not, the second quarter of the year, that kind of April to, to July quarter, there wasn't a woman that I worked with who hadn't experienced some major, major curveballs A lot of them, it was like a cluster of curveballs during that period. And yet they got through it. We all got through it. But what it did is that it helped every one of those women to really see what mattered and what didn't. And I think for a lot of us, we kind of you know, follow the bouncy ball. This is what you need to do to have a successful business. This is what you need to do to be a good parent. This is what you need to do to be a good wife. This is what you need to do to be a good friend. And you, you know, you sort of do your best to do all of those things. But then when, you know, the shit hits the fan, we can't do all of those things. These tough times that come along in our lives, and I feel like I have one every five years. Like I think if I, you know, plot the course of my life, big stuff happens in my life in every five years. And I know from getting through those tough times, and it's like it shakes everything out. It's like a it's like a filter, and all the important stuff can get through the filter. And what isn't important, what doesn't matter, stays stuck at the top and doesn't get through. This has enabled for me personally to make some decisions where I'm giving less fucks to, you know, pardon the the language, but it's, it's like a big bloody spotlight on what actually truly matters and what's truly important. And I feel like we can only learn that when times are tough. Those learnings don't come in the good times, unfortunately. So um, yeah, for me, I I made some big decisions in, in my business based on how I was 
feel, and it, they weren't knee-jerk decisions. I think this is the other thing. Like there were some things that I just had to let go of in the moment. Um, but I think this is this is the benefit of going through these tough times is that you are braver because there's less at stake. It's like because you, you you just go, well, you know, I need to deal with this thing over here and everything else can just wait. And if waiting doesn't work for you, well, then I'm sorry, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's obviously not important. So, um, yes, that is a big learning for me is that even though when these tough times come along and you want to resist them and, I'm, my God, you know, I wish I, I could resist, um, but you can't. You know, something that I learned in therapy a long time ago when, when there's, you know, when it's shitty like this, we have to go through it and we have to, you know, get all those learnings which kind of attach themselves to us like barnacles. And, um, it shows what is important. And, it, and yeah, that's what has happened for me, which leads me to my third learning. And that is, Use your words, Michelle. Use your words. I mean, how many parents of us among us say this to their kids? Use your words. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what you need. What do you want? Learning for Michelle this year, I need to use my words. Now, this is this is in both a positive and a not so positive connotation. So the positive is using my words to ask for what I would like. And I have been, I've pulled my big girl pants on and I have, I have asked for what I would like. I have reached out to some really like amazing podcast guests, people that never in my wildest dreams did I think would say yes to coming on this podcast or presenting a masterclass to my wing woman group or, um, yeah, just just having me in their world or, or them coming into mine, I've been blown away by the generosity of people because and all I did was ask. I didn't like, you know, offer them my firstborn child or anything like that. It was just, I just asked, would you like to? Could you please? And the answer was yes, was putting myself forward, putting myself, um, you know, I, I put myself forward for a couple of opportunities this year, which have had really positive impacts on my business. So one of those was a collaboration that I did with New South Wales State Government Small Business Month. Oh my goodness. Like who'd have thought, who'd have thought that something like that would have had such a positive impact. And they really supported me and the masterclass that I delivered and the upswing in terms of, again, listener numbers to this podcast, people that, you know, subscribe to be on my email list. That that was one of the most impactful things that I've done this year. And it was all because I asked to do it. I just put myself out there and I asked to do it. I used my words. You are going to hear one of the funnest interviews that I have ever recorded in a couple of weeks' time because I I asked those two girls, Lise and Sarah, author authors of 40 Favors the Brave and hosts of the 40 podcast, I asked them. I just I thought I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask if they would be on my podcast and it was a it was an immediate yes of course we would love to i was like 
holy shit. So as the title of their book says, 40 Favours the Brave, fortune favours the brave. You've got to ask. You've got to use your words. Now, that's the positive element. There has also been, I guess, a not so positive learning where I haven't used my words. This is, I think, a result of me being an, an obliger, a lifelong obliger, someone who really counts on other people counting on me. And But I think this year I've just had obliger rebellion. I've been like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to help you. And, and I don't mean you as in you. I'm talking about in a particular instance where I didn't use my words. I didn't stand up for myself and, it, you know, it was entirely my fault. This person wasn't necessarily deliberately taking the piss, but um, I ended up committing to something that was a total misalignment. I should have used my words and I didn't. And there was repercussions from that, but it's a learning, right? I knew in my gut that it was the wrong thing to do, but I did it out of obligation and I have learned. Will I do it again? I probably bloody will. Who knows? But this will be on a neon sign, on a bumper sticker for me next year. Use your words, Michelle. Another big learning for me. And this is, God, I actually nearly didn't share this because it sounds awful to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. And it's about knowing myself. And something that I learnt this year about myself. So I'm a collaborator and a connector. I've always known that about myself, but I'm a collaborator and a connector, but I don't like being the leader. And this has been like a bit of a smack over the head with a fry pan learning for me this year, I have to say, because I have always, like I love connecting brilliant people with brilliant people. If we know one another well, you will know that I am constantly like trying to connect people. You know, that's one of my superpowers. It's like finding people to do things for other people or help other people or, you know, get shit done for other people, that that's something that I absolutely love to do. I am a contributor. I'm a collaborator. I love doing things with other people. I love being part of a group. I've discovered the hard way that I don't like leading the group. And it wasn't something that I figured out straight away. In fact, I only really figured it out um, because it was like, why, why does this feel painful? Why does this feel uncomfortable? you know, what's jarring about this situation? You know, I'm, I've, I've got these incredible women around me and I've brought them all together, but I just, I don't like being at the helm. So I'm gonna (laughs) work on how that is going to play out next year in terms of how I work, because something that I ran and, you know, loved every single one of the women that I supported in my wing woman group this year, but I I won't be running it again next year because I, I love that one-on-one aspect. I love collaborating and contributing to like with other people and into other groups but um I don't want I don't want to lead my own yeah look you know take that 
how you will, but it's something that I have learned about myself this year. And uh, but I think you know, on the positive side of this is that I'm actually really excited for the opportunities that are going to come from this decision for next year. I've got some fun things that I'm talking to people about already in terms of collaborations and partnerships. Yeah, I don't like leading on my own. That is, that's my learning. So there you go. <laughs> uh, there's That's Michelle's probably most vulnerable share with you today. And then rounding out my most beautiful learning for this year is that retreats are always always a good idea. So I have been a lucky ducky this year in that I have done three retreats. So I did my retreat for one in Byron earlier this year. Um, I did that at the beginning of April and I shared about that in an episode that went out at the end of April. If you scroll back, um, and I'll put a link to it in, actually in the in the episode notes on the website, and it was called Retreat for One. You can listen to. Oh, I'm not going to go back through the detail of that um, retreat, but it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I went to Byron Bay by myself and did a retreat for one. Then in uh, the end of June. I went to Uluru, which was uh, for Tina Towers, her Empire Builder retreat, and that was um, absolutely a highlight of the year for me. And then in September, I went on a little very, very boutique retreat with some dear business buddies of mine. Um, we were kind of guinea pigs for um, a retreat that one of our friends was putting together for her community. And I mean, how good is that when you've got a friend who wants to create something for her community and do a little test run on you? I mean, bloody hell, that was probably like the most looked after, I felt all year. All three of these retreats could not have come at a worse time for me personally. I don't want to go on the doom and gloom train, but um, there was, you know, particularly when I went off to Byron on my own, I was really sick. I was not well at all. I had been, I'd had that really stupid flu that was going around earlier in the year. And I was definitely not my best self when I, when I, when I left to go on that retreat. Uluru, again, was a really testing time for me. Um, there was some big stuff going on with my family, the, some childcare arrangements that I had had fallen through at the last minute, um, as is always the way, like Tilly got sick while I was gone. Like it was just like a bit of a cluster of stuff that there was so many things pointing towards like cancel, cancel, don't go, you can't go, you're stupid to be going now, Michelle. Um, and I went and had the most incredible time. It was absolutely magical. And again, coming back to my first lesson about connecting with people in real life, I got to hang with the most amazing women, had so much fun together. It was such a kind of tank filling um, experience. And then obviously the Noosa retreat, which was the boutique retreat um, where I was the guinea pig. Like I said, that was just the most cared for and the most, I think, in terms of like people holding space for me, 
this year, that was where hands down I felt just like so incredibly supported and I'm so, so grateful for those women for providing that space and getting me there as well. Like I think that was the whole thing like when Laura was like, you don't need to think about anything and I didn't. I I didn't even know where we were going. Like you know, had to pick me up from the airport. I was like, where, where are we going? Like, where is this place? I didn't have the address. I didn't, I, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know what I needed to pack. And I was just completely taken care of. That level of care, I think is essential for all the carers. Anyone who helps other people, whether you are a service-based business provider, whether you are a parent, whether you are caring for an older, you know, parent, whether you're, you know, you're caring for your partner, whoever it is. And I think everyone that listens to this podcast is a, is a helper in some way. Going to something like that is just so incredibly wonderful. It will be featuring in my year again for the rest of my life. Like I just think it's so, so important to go somewhere where you are so taken care of. So they are my five learnings from 2022. And I really thank you for having me in your ears and allowing me to share that with you. And I'm hoping that by me sharing that that is sort of prompted you to think about what your learnings from this year have been and just reflecting on the year that's been, I have put together something for you. Now, again, this is this is not Michelle making you be productive and achieve things in your break this year. I have put together my 2023 reset as a little guide, some resource to take you through your own reflection practice for the end of the year, to round out your year, to kind of, you know, sort of put that line in the sand uh, between 2022 and 2023. So it's reflecting on the year that was, but also projecting into the year ahead, creating that vision, setting those intentions. And it is a really gorgeous resource. It is not set your business goals and map out your year. Like it's not that at all. This is a very gentle resource for you that you can just pop into your holiday bag or your beach bag or handbag and go and sit in a cafe and do it. But it is it is a practice that I personally will be working through over the break. I don't know when and I don't know where because I am really resisting the urge to have this like, oh, well, I must have come up with all the answers before I go back to work in January. So anyway, you can check this out for yourself. It is available now at michellebroadbent.com.au forward slash reset. If you've got any questions, just let me know. Send me a DM if there's any more information that you need, but it's all pretty self-explanatory. It's just a little wrapping up of the year for you. I'm going to jump off now, let you get back to your week. I will be back next week. I'll be back every week, actually. I know I've mentioned this before, but there will be episodes coming all throughout the break for you, but we will not be talking business. So thanks as always for having me in your ears. I've really enjoyed sharing this with you. Any feedback, please let me know. Have a great week and I will talk to you next time. 